Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited to share a new episode of our podcast with you. Today, you're going to hear from Coach Brian Bell. He's currently the head football coach at China Spring High School in China Spring, Texas, which is in the Waco area. He's single. He's an incredible man of God. I can't wait for you to hear from from him. But before we get to it, let me say, if you're a subscriber to this podcast, you've heard Brian's story. He was on episode number 98, but I was able to sit down and revisit with him recently. We kind of, we talked about leadership and faith during the COVID-19 pandemic and just how his faith has guided him through these difficult days. I know you'll be encouraged. I can't wait for you to hear from Brian. So let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Coach. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me again. You bet. I was looking at the calendar. I think we sat in this very uh, building about a year ago to to record the first one. So um, just for those that aren't familiar with you, just kind of give us a little bit about your background um, growing up. And uh, I know you played for your dad and kind of in the shadows of an older brother. So talk about um, just life growing up. Absolutely. I know just as a coach's kid, it's kind of a special thing to be able to grow up in the in the coach's office and on the field, and you look up to a lot of different people. Um, so that was a blessing that I was able to have kind of growing up. Um, you know, coaching's kind of in my blood. You know, my brother coaches at Baylor now. My, my dad's retired. He coached for 30-something years, and um, 23 of them been here at China Springs. So uh, you kind of it's not very often that a coach gets to stay in one area for an extended period of time. And so for my dad to stay at China Springs for that long was really good for from me and my family just being able to uh, keep stay consistent in that aspect not a lot of coaches get to thrive in that area and I think that was something special about my upbringing um, in in that department so um, yeah so just coaching's kind of in my blood um, thankful for uh, being able to grow up around it and uh, you know I feel sorry for my mom sometimes because she 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 loves athletics through and through and um, there's been times where I was playing on Thursday night for, uh, in middle school and Sean was playing on Friday night mm. or my dad was coaching on Friday night and my brother was playing on Saturday night so she's been all over the place but um, yeah, she's a, she's a, she's definitely a trooper that's awesome so you know when you were playing here at China Spring High School your dad was your coach obviously mm-hmm. but I believe your older brother was on staff mm-hmm Talk about playing for both dad and brother. <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of an ongoing joke with me and my best friends from high school. You know, they, at that point in my life, they said that I had two dads um, uh, just because how hard my brother was on me. And yes, so Sean was our offensive coordinator here at China Spring my junior season. Um, we ended up winning district that year. And uh, my brother, after that season, kind of missed my senior season, but he went on to advance his career. He came, became a head coach at Clifton, a town probably 15, 20 minutes outside of China Spring, small uh, 2A at the time. But, um, you know, that, that year of football was easy on my mom. Like I said, she was all over the place. But that one year, she only had to root for one team, which was, which was nice. But uh, no one's ever going to be able to take that year of football away from our family. And it was super, super special being able to uh, be around each other. And they were hard on me, but that was probably one of the most growing years I've had as an athlete and as a person just because I got to – they were pouring into me constantly. So, but like I said, yeah, no one will be, be able to take that away from us. It was special. That's awesome. And we'll talk um, – a little bit more about um, coaching and football here in a minute. I want to just hit um, your faith journey for a minute. Mm-hmm. I know you, I know you grew up in a in a family of faith, but talk about you know that time when you just really understood you needed that relationship with Jesus. Absolutely, I think it was. Um, everybody kind of remembers when they accepted Jesus in their heart, and I've got that fairy tale story of vacation Bible school, you know, and I sat there and the guy, I raised my hand, and mm-hmm. um, and I, I believe that's where that was my turning point. It's like fourth or fifth grade, 
um, obviously my life wasn't transformed. And I think that's kind of um, as what Christians, as we kind of get confused about sometimes is we think everything's going to get easier from that point on. And, you know, it's kind of just a, a promise you're making to the Lord that it's going to be a daily pursuit that you're going to chase after him every single day. And so times or er, I didn't, um, I believe that point in making that decision allowed me to be convicted as a kid. I was kind of a, I was kind of a turd, you know, like kind of, I was uh, the coach's kid running around campus thinking I ran the whole school district and uh, was snobby a little bit. I'm sure some people would tell you, but um, I think I started becoming, becoming convicted in a lot of different areas. And just gradually, as I got older, started becoming refined in my faith um, in that aspect. So I think that's kind of where I started. Um, Two godly parents uh, grew up in a Christian home, very thankful for their, um, pursuit and love for each other to show me that in their relationship and very thankful for them and um i i I think kind of like i was saying i got refined in my faith i didn't think i my faith became as strong as it um could be until i got to college and Mm -hmm. got dug into some fca programs with a guy named bo beavers there um uh, that's kind of where everything kind of took off for me i had to kind of make my faith my own like a lot of people do when they get to college Mm and i'm very thankful for the fca program there that's awesome. So, and just a quick point to, to listeners, if you go back to episode 98, you can hear more of uh, Brian's story and a little bit about more about his faith. We're going to talk um, about your current position and then kind of some current events. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're currently the head coach at your alma mater. So mm-hmm. talk about any pressure. Um, and there's a lot of pressure being a head coach, period, right. in Texas. But any pressure um, at your alma mater? Yes, sir. I think uh, I was just honored and thankful that I'm able to kind of come after my dad you know my dad I said a second ago he's been here for 23 24 years as a head coach and um, they were like 0 and 10 1 and 9 when he first got here and then I think we've been to the playoffs like 95 percent of the time since he's uh, been head coach here and you know I'm just thankful that it's me that gets to carry on his legacy um, but it's not just me, though. I hope we, if you're kind of around this program, you know it's the kids have a ma- massive impact, but also our coaching staff is unbelievable. And so just th- so thankful for their vision. And a lot of them got to coach for my dad, so they understand the consistency and, and what he believes in. And he's still our athletic director, so we still have the same values. Uh, but there's that pressure um, without question. But um, I'm just thankful that he's still here and we share an office as you can see, his his desk is to your right, my desk is to your left. So um, I still lean on him heavily in those aspects, but uh, it's fun. I think that's what it's all about. That would be crazy sharing an office with Dad. <laughs> that's good. Good and bad, he's right? Got, he's got 200 wins. So there you uh, go. I could I get to lean on him. Lots of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So now we'll just talk about some current events. I mean, we're y'all start practice tomorrow from where we're recording this. Um, but, you know, the the spring has been chaotic with all the, right. the COVID-19 stuff. So talk about, you know, what it was like as a head coach um, when the COVID started shutting down schools, shutting down um, activities. And so how did you as a head coach, how did you stay connected just with both with your staff and team? Right. You know, we I thought we were really diligent at the very beginning with Zoom meetings and our kids were um, – they loved kind of getting to see us and getting to talk football and we did zoom workouts you know and then but you just kind of tell as time kind of ticked on people just got bored and Mm -hmm. we try to find ways to spice it up and try to find ways to uh, whatever kind of make it exciting for them but uh, it's still kind of there's nothing like the real thing you know and being together and being able to work out with each other and so uh, 
tomorrow is going to be a great day for, for that, Ben. I'm so excited that we all get to reunite. Now we got to do it the right way. Uh, so we get to continue to do that. But And I'll get into some stuff with that, my, my thoughts on that later. But, you know, uh, our, our message as coaches were was uh, just the story of the two farmers, you know. And, well, I think the story of the two farmers where they, were, they both were experiencing a drought. Um, they uh, both were praying for rain. They both were begging for rain from God. and uh, But only one of those farmers planted his seeds, you know. And uh, when it actually did rain and the drought came to an end, there's only one farmer that actually got to reap a harvest. Mm. And I think that was special for our kids to understand, you know, keep planting seeds, keep working out, keep, keep doing the right things because uh, eventually you're going to reap a harvest. And... Uh, uh, you got you got to have faith in that, and that's where that faith comes in. So that was a message we preached, and I'm so proud of our student athletes. Uh, uh, for the majority, a lot of them, they took that they took pride in it, and you know the up and downs of McLennan County, especially of yes, no, yes, no. Um, for them to finally come back and us be able to start on time, August third, uh, they're they're getting to reap the harvest, and that's a huge blessing, and I'm so pr- happy for them. I can definitely identify with their, you know, starting out strong in March and April, and then getting bored because I think. You know, I think we all, mid-March, thought by May, oh, everything will be fine by right, May. Right. And then May, June, July came. Now right. we're here in August, and we're still still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. What about your staff? I mean, how did you stay connected with them? Uh, we, I mean, we never really got an opportunity to meet face-to-face, but mm-hmm. we would have staff meetings on Zoom and uh, try to be um, forthcoming in that department. You know, another thing that uh, kind of came about is just there's so the discrepancy with rules and uh, the direction and stuff. Uh, it just became, and I say coaches in general, but just everybody, no one really knew what a plan was. And I felt kind of um, handicapped, I guess you could say, for uh, hand, uh, hand-tied or whatever, handcuffed, I guess you should say, where I couldn't tell them what the plan was because mm-hmm. I didn't know. And I'm, I, you try to reassure them, like, I promise, like, I'm not holding anything out on you. You know, when I know a plan, I promise that I'll talk to you guys. And so there was just, uh, it's hard to stay stay organized and stay consistent in that time just because you you don't want to have 20 different plans and then the, the rules come out and then you have to restart all over it's just a lot of wasted time so um, our staff has been extremely patient you know and extremely diligent and staying uh, staying prepared and when those these rules have been made and they've officially given them to us we make these plans on a fly and we meet and um, and they do a wonderful job in that aspect so at the beginning it was like zoom meetings that to answer your question but as we've gotten on or as time has kind of come along, it's just been uh, finding what the the rules are and then getting together and getting a plan uh, and being as efficient as possible. So they've done a fantastic job with that. And, you know, and then it's, it hasn't been just COVID, right? The right. whole spring and summer, there's been all other social issues that have come up. And right. has, has that been, I mean, how do you, how do you deal with that? I mean, you got what, 15, 16, 17 year old kids. Mm-hmm. How do you guide them through as a head coach through Virus, you got social issues, and just the whole uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just uh, being as intentional and honest with them as possible. I think the number one you lead as a as a coach um, is with love. You know, I think you just love them as well as you can. And um, yeah, this world's jacked up. Yeah, you you get angry. Yeah, all these things, but um, you just got to be consistent and you got to stand up for what you believe is right. Obviously, and you got to, uh, like I said, just, just do what you believe and. Uh, stay diligent in that aspect if that answers your question yeah absolutely it's it's not easy especially you can't see the kids Um, right so how are you supposed to communicate with guys and so we we luckily have an app uh sports you app that we Mm -hmm. able to send message and motivate guys you know we had a a section of time where we had alumni send videos in like five to six minute long telling them 
telling the kids about what the expectations here at China Spring are, and, um, and which was really cool to see those guys. And I think they took a lot of pride in that, and they did great with it. But um, you can't see the kids, but you're trying to get them to stay patient, stay calm, and, and, and not, you know what I'm saying? And so it was tough um, just being handcuff- handcuffed in that aspect. But uh, like I said, that's, what the, that's the beauty of tomorrow, you know, the beauty of being reunited and the beauty of being able to be intentional with them again face-to-face. I think it's going to be an exciting time. Absolutely. Now, this is a question just about you. Um, how did you use the, I hate to use the word downtime because yes, you weren't off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still working, but, you know, how did you use this time to grow your personal faith? I think, uh, I, I think it might have been a sermon. It might have been, honestly, it might have been from one of our uh, Tuesday night coaches meetings. Um, I, someone might have mentioned this and it really popped out to me. I, I can't honestly put pinpoint where I've heard it, but, you know, I thought how, how, um, embarrassing I guess is the word how embarrassing it would be to come out of quarantine or to come out of uh, mm. the COVID era and not be better like mm. how, how we waste that time like we're going to remember this time forever like one way or the other it's going right. to get remembered and how embarrassing it's going to be if I didn't become a better person or a better man or a better Christian after the fact and so I felt like I've tried to um, you know be more diligent in that aspect I think that's like the Tuesday night Bible studies that we've got to do as coaches, like I said a second ago, those are so fun for me uh, to create those relationships with other coaches across America, um, from Coach Washington to LC to all those guys. You know, just it's a, it was a lot of fun to be intentional with them and to hold each other accountable and just become try to become better men and better coaches for kids. Uh, so that way, when we come out of it, we're coming out of it as better people. So um, I think that was um, I think all in sports outreach definitely was a blessing there. Awesome. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fun to see coaches from literally all the country. It's wild. You know, to uh, the, just the technology. I can't wait till we all get to see each other. I know. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> One day. That's that's the goal, right? One day we can it all is. all see each other. Yes, and that, yeah, that'll be crazy. Um, you know, so you talked about how you led the team, how you led your staff through that. I mean, what, obviously your faith played a big role in that. So, I mean, talk about the role of your faith leading the the kids and staff through this yeah i think uh, one thing is wisdom i tried to i've tried to be a lot more patient in uh, a lot of areas of my life but uh, like i said a second ago you don't when you don't know a plan and you're frustrated and you're angry and all these things there's no i mean you have to be patient and i feel sorry for people that um, are struggling in that department of uh like when there's that unknown, you know, sometimes we just get angry, you know, mm-hmm. because we don't know what's going on. Where it's 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 not consistent. It's not uh, all that stuff. So um, it's just I, I feel like I've become a little bit more patient in planning, more patient with outlook on kids and and uh, schedules. I mean, just basically everything. So I think I, I try to dig into Ecclesiastes a little bit and just try to be, and that's wisdom, you know, just try to be try to find out how to be as wise as possible. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though you get to start back tomorrow, there's still uncertainty, right? Yep. I mean, just in the last two weeks, especially down here in McLennan County, it was okay. You guys start August 3rd, and it was no. Yes, sir. Then now we're back to yes. But, you know, so who knows? So how are you? How are you? I mean, you kind of talked a little bit about it, but how are, how are you approaching the 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 still uncertainty, even though you're starting? You know, there's a lot. I, and this is where I was kind of said I'll get to this later, but... Um, there's a lot of power in uncertainty, if that makes any sense. And what I mean by that is our motto this football season is going to be leave a legacy. And like I said, we talked about it. I mean, we're going to remember this 2020 football season for the rest of our lives, and there's no doubt about it. And so, like, why not let's make it good memories, right? Let's why not make it – and what I mean that there's power in uncertainty, I mean that uh, I believe, um, you know, everyone says – 
live each day like it's your last, right? Live like there's no tomorrow. You know, when it's uncertainty and you don't know what tomorrow holds, like there's there's power in and uh, just giving everything I got right now and and practicing this practice with as much effort as I can and, and being as intentional with this kid because literally this football season, there might not be a tomorrow. Like they could come and at any moment take it from us. And we've, like our spring sports felt that. Mm-hmm. Um, zero cases in McLennan County. They were, they, our baseball, softball, track, all those, that sports season was taken from those kids um, in, a, in a blink of an eye. And the kids that were seniors that, wish they could have uh, had that one more hit or that mm-hmm. one more practice with the guys, you know. Um, it's this, 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 this season of uncertainty really has freed us up to be as intentional as we want to be and as we want to make it. And there's, like I said, there's power in that. And I think it's going to be a lot, it's, uh, it's going to be a special season for that. So we'll see. I like that leave a legacy because that does go with, like you said, I mean, you show up tomorrow and then there may not be a Tuesday practice, right? right? I mean, exactly so, right. you know, embracing that one practice at a time. Right. And, and le- leaving a legacy as in, let's not wait to leave a legacy. Let's not leave a legacy next week or the yeah. month after that. we got to leave a legacy today. And what legacy am I going to leave when I walk off this field? Because it, it could be everything that was written for my senior year, my junior year, or my third year coaching, my sixth year coaching, you know. Uh, it's, it's going to be important. Should also help the uncertainty. Should also help um, overlooking opponents, right? Exactly. You shouldn't, shouldn't look past any game now. <laughs> that's true. Because this one could be your last well, one. Honestly, so, yeah. That's a great point. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, I just, as I'm sitting here looking at the schedule yes, sir. On, your, on your board, it's like, okay, I mean, I don't know a lot about many of those teams, but you can't. You can't overlook any of them now. No, especially that week four opponent. You know. <laughs> Lamb passes. Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's Logan Simmons, baby. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is going to be good. Yes, sir. I, um, so let me ask you. So, you know, obviously a lot of folks that listen to this are, are coaches mm-hmm. or student athletes. So what advice would you offer them, if anything, that you hadn't already said, you know, as some are starting back? Um, tomorrow we got listeners in various states who may not be starting back for months. Mm-hmm. You know how would you how would you encourage them? Yeah, I think the patience and intentionality. Uh, let's let's be as wise as we can be. Let's uh, and, and when I say patience, I don't mean be lazy, right? I don't mean mm. be complacent. That's not what I mean by be patient. I mean uh, be content, right? Find joy in your present time. Let's not look forward to anything down the road. Let's. Uh, let's let's figure out what's best uh, right now and then once you kind of have that plan you're patient about it and it's time to execute the plan right be intentional you never you never know if you're going to get to see that kid the next day or um and that aspect so i think i kind of touched that as a, as a talk has gone on but uh, just take pride in that and and run with it i like that joy in the present i wrote that down because mm-hmm. that's something i think we can all learn from and hopefully yes, when things get back to quote unquote normal whatever that is in a year, months, or year from now, that we still remember that joy in the present and yes, not go back to the way it was in February. Mm-hmm. So let's close it out with um, a scripture, you know, maybe one that God has used to really encourage you the last couple months. Yep, I think it's going to go to shout out Tristan, Tristan Weber about the the Bible memory app. You know, this or the this is the first one I think that we posted on our All In Sports Outreach you know, for this app, and it was uh, Galatians six nine, yep. right? And I should have it memorized, but I'm gonna look at my phone and memorize or and, and read it for you. But let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not get up. And I think that's everything we've been talking about today. You know, um, don't let don't be distracted. Um, don't don't think that you can press pause and and come back and. Um, and, and, and pick up where you left off. You know, you got to don't, don't grow weary in, in doing good. Just um, that, that harvest is coming. So just stay diligent, stay intentional, and stay patient. So 
You know, that verse, when we started the Bible memory, what, seven, eight weeks ago? Um, that verse really stuck out to me because like you growing up in a around the church, in the church, I'd heard that verse for years. Right. You know, but it just seemed like it became real in 2020. It is. You know, it just took on a whole new meaning where I, I used to just, I'd hear it and go, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this year when we started memorizing that and you have, you know, using that Bible memory app, you go type the words out and, right. you know, get those reviews going. It's like the first time that it really hit me about what it, the, you know, a, a real application to it. Mm-hmm. Just because, like I said, I think it's one of those verses I've heard. Absolutely. We kind of skim over it. Yeah, yeah, like, we yeah got that's it. good. Exactly. You know, but then this year it's like, bam, that was, it just, it, it hit me too. That's good. Because I don't know how many times um, I've read that verse and read it and read it since, since March. Mm-hmm. Probably more since March than I have my entire life. Right. I mean, especially with the Bible memory app, you know, yeah. you've got to review. You got yeah, to you go have back to, whether I want to or not, right? Exactly. You got, it's right there for holding us accountable. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been but really it has been. And I hope that's one that, yes, sir. you know, even in 2021, that that verse still resonates yes, so we sir. don't go back to it. That's good. Well, I appreciate um, you being willing to sit down and do a round two. Mm-hmm. Um I don't, you know, I think of maybe one or two folks I've recorded a second one with. So um, I just thought it'd be good to sit down and circle back and just talk about um, just the last few months mm-hmm. and how it's impacted you and, and encourage others. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you bet. giving me the opportunity. Thank you again to Brian for taking time to sit down a second time and share a little bit of his story, but to really dig into what God has done in his life over the last couple of months. And I think you can pick out a couple of key words, and it's wisdom, it's patience, it's intentionality, uh, being intentional with our time, and and not growing weary and doing good, because in due season we will reap, Galatians six nine. So, just thank you again to Brian. I know just a just an incredible young man, and somebody that I've grown to love um, as, as as a brother, as a friend, and, and somebody that encourages me. And so I, I hope that. Uh, Hearing from Brian again encourage you today, and and I would just want to just want to e- echo what Brian said. I mean, find joy in the present, and let's not move into the fall of 2020 and going into 2021 and and forgetting everything that God has has done and has taught us over this season of of waiting and and and, and patience and, and uncertainty because because God has moved in a mighty way, and I think you heard that through Brian's story. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. I'd ask you to share this episode with a family member or a friend, somebody you know that may need some encouragement today. Um, if, if you're not a regular subscriber to our podcast, whatever platform you're using right now, I'd ask you to hit the subscribe button. There's over 150 previous episodes that I know will encourage you, and there's some exciting ones coming. So um, I, I'd ask you to, to consider doing that. And the last thing is, um, we love to hear from you through our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org, or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the search bar. Just type in All In Sports Outreach. You can get to our social media pages. You can send us a message. You can find out who we are, why we do what we do, opportunities to pray, to serve, and to give. Thanks again for your encouragement, for your prayers, and until next time.